All right, I think we should get started. Go ahead, honey, and let, go ahead and pray. Let's get started. I can only be here for about 45 minutes. Let's go. All right, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Baba. We thank you, Lord, for another day in your presence. We thank you for this opportunity to share and to dine at your table. Lord, to uh, look into these things that the angels wish they could look into. But you are giving us the opportunity to look into them. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to consider uh, the scroll number 252 this morning. As we go through, we ask that you translate and let the Holy Spirit lead us into the truth of your word that we may understand, Lord, what you want us to get from this uh, writing. We thank you, Lord, for everyone that is here and those that are still coming. We ask that you quicken, uh, quicken that pace and help us, O oh Lord, to uh, do this to your glory. We thank you for everyone that is going to contribute, that it would be to the glory of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord. Welcome, Sister Grace. Good to have you here as well, Brother John, my wife. Let's get started. We're going to uh, read scroll 52. Not really all of it. Some parts of it are things that we have discussed before, but I want us to today just focus on you know, what the angels of the Lord are doing in deliverance and protection for the children of God. There are some stories here that were told, and we'll also hear personal testimony and read some other scriptures. Uh, so today it will be about angelic deliverance and protection. Uh, this will be taken from the second and third paragraphs of that scroll. Second and third paragraphs, mostly of scroll uh, number 252. And those are the ones that we want to talk about. So uh, let's go ahead and read, and then we're going to share some other scriptures and some other testimonies on these activities of angels to deliver God's elect. Powerful stuff, I think. All right, let's go ahead and read through. Go ahead, honey, if you want to read, starting from, just read it first, I mean, second and third paragraphs, then we'll talk. All right. All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome again. And I'll be reading from the paragraphs two and three. God just in time. I do a lot of writing on the scripts about the terrible conditions calamities, and so on. But let's take a break and tell of some wonderful deliverances from death. These cases were documented and told on regular, on regular TV broadcast. And we quote, a young girl, age 14, had left home with some of her family and friends to go cross country on vacation. So they stopped in Arizona at an area where she could take some pictures of beautiful canyons. She climbed over a little guard rail to get a better view. While she was photographing, she walked into too far forward and tumbled down some sharp cliffs. 
Then all of a sudden, something ha stopped her before she would have fell to her death. Her family and friends were hollering at her. They could not see her, nor she them. She found out later that her mother at that very moment was home reading Psalm 91 in her Bible. Her mother said she felt like her daughter was going to die. And as she was reading it, she prayed with all her heart and pleaded with the Lord to protect her daughter. All of a sudden, the girl appeared back right at the top of the cliff. Read verses 11 to 12. Her, that is of uh, Psalm 91. Her family rejoiced. She said the presence of an angel had carried her right back up. When she got home, she told her mother, and they both rejoiced together. They knew they had to God, uh, they had got a miracle. So angels are watching over us. Praise him. Miraculous rescue from death. A, mo a muscular man robbed and hijacked an ice cream truck. Several, several tried to stop him, but in his rage, he drove it toward a woman standing up against the car. She was frozen. She said uh, his eyes were wild and angry. Then all of a sudden, between her and the truck, a bright light with a figure of a man with the most beautiful and lovely face appeared and he took his hand and stroked her along the cheek and shoulder a little bit turning her but the truck smashed head on into her and the car after her remarkable recovery the doctors thought she would die and never walk again she awoke to tell the story her sons witnessed it and said she told the story. She said she was so thankful and said people. She really told the truth, sorry. She told the truth. Uh, she said she was so thankful and said people really should believe in angels. I personally believe the beautiful person was Jesus, a man. The angel of the Lord encamped about them who fear believe him. Psalm 34, verse 7. Amazing, but true. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for reading that. We want to just concentrate on those, just those two paragraphs for today, but we will expand it to look at scriptures and to make a discussion or have a discussion around this amazing topic of angelic protection and angelic deliverance you know we've seen in this story this had to be the angel of the lord that saved that young girl that fell over the cliff from you know falling to her death and she miraculously was brought back up to the top of the cliff and it was reported in the news and this other lady that was smashed by the truck that appeared, I mean, I saw a figure that had appeared to her just before the impact and touched her and, you know, spun her around like that. And the doctor said she would never walk again, but she 
awoke and told the story and so on and so forth and then there are many things that the scripture has to say about the angel of the lord protecting his children so let's talk about that we're talking about the angels of god protecting us we're not talking about us worshiping the angels you know we're not to worship angels but god also has the roles for angels to protect the children of god and we've seen that in the bible we've seen it here uh in real life so let's talk about it if you have uh stories to tell from the bible or stories to tell from real life that can encourage us to let us know that angels of god are watching over us we want to talk about it there is a scripture here that we should read first psalm 34 and verse 7 the angel of the lord and camps around them that fear the Lord, and He delivered them. You know, and also we see that in Psalm ninety-one, it says that the Lord will give His angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. You know, avoid even dashing your foot against the stone, and all that. So many powerful promises and we see also in the book of acts chapter 12 the angel of the lord uh breaking peter out of jail he was about to be killed by error just like he killed james but when the church had gathered together and were praying we saw that the angel of the lord came and delivered him suddenly we heard in Acts chapter 16 when Paul and Silas were in prison and as they began to praise the Lord at midnight, they said the angel of the Lord descended upon them, broke their chains, opened the gates and so on. And on and on and on. And not just for protection, angel of the Lord has brought warnings to people. We see in the Bible, the angel of the Lord appeared to people in a dream angel of the lord appeared to many others for one thing or the other to guide them to do this way the lord even said to you know to moses you know my presence will go before you and you know he sent an angel before him and i will give you a uh, peace we've seen that you know angels brought messages to people angels even visited people in dreams and gave them messages um you know, the angel of the Lord will appear to people sometimes in a dream. Sometimes it's called the angel of the Lord. Sometimes it's called an angel of God. Sometimes it's, you know, an angel of God that will speak the word of God and, you know, personalizes the message as though it was God. We saw that the Lord sent angels to, an angel to Manoah uh, in the birth of Samson. We saw that the Lord sent an angel to Zechariah's in the birth of uh, John the Baptist. We saw that the Lord sent an angel to uh, Mary in the birth of Christ and so on and so forth. You know, so, and then more importantly, well, maybe not more importantly, but the one that we read in the script today talking about angelic deliverance. So I want to throw it up for discussion from the scriptures and from real life that we know 
how that God has used angels that you're aware of to bring deliverance either to yourself or to someone that you know. So let's throw it open for discussion. It's not going to be a very long room today, but we want to talk about that. God bless you. Welcome everyone to the room. And good to have you here with us, Pastor John. Good to have you, Sister Grace. Oh, and Sister Grace A. <laughs> good to have both of you. Good to have Sister Heather with us. And good to have you also, Sister Camille. Welcome, everyone. All right, let's throw it open for discussion. I'll yield my mic. And if you are in the audience and you would like to speak, please join us. Join us. Let's talk about this remarkable topic of angelic deliverance and protection. Amen. Thank you so much, uh, honey, for that. Also, the angel of the Lord, you know, um, as we read in the, in the word of God, we are reminding where that's, uh, where the angel of the Lord, the angel of these little ones, always beholding the face of the Father. So the angel of our children that God has given us is always beholding the face of the Father. So he's watching over them, sending this in every child that the Lord uh, that brought into this world. He assigned angel to them. And those angels are beholding the face of the Father. Amen. So, uh, they, uh, so and we know that those that fear the Lord, the angel of the Lord encamps around them. It's like whether you can see them or that you cannot see them, they're always there. They're encamped around you. So in case of any time you are traveling, just know that those angels are around you. Anytime you're in your home or anywhere, they encamp. Encampment means to make the abode, to actually pitch a tent around you, pitch a tent around your house. So the angel of the Lord encamp around those that fear him and deliver them from all evil. All, it doesn't say some. It didn't say, oh, just one evil or two evils, but all evil, hallelujah. So what a consolation to know that all we need to do is to fear the Lord. We cannot command the angels, but we just have to fear the Lord. And the Lord will give his angels charge. A charge is a, a command from God himself. Say, Take care of my child. Don't let this happen to them. Don't let that happen. And I have testimonies of angelic uh, deliverance. You know, it happened a uh, long time ago to my brother, who brought this later now. Uh, it, was, it was a very young uh, child, like one year old, and he was walking in the streets. Uh, we were then, my parents, I don't think I was born by then. My mother told me this story. Um, he was walking the streets of uh, Ondo, where they were living in Ondo, and he was he just left. You know, one of those little kids that actually he started working at about six or seven months. He just stood up and started working. Very little, tiny baby. So if you see him, you see, <laughs> my mom said you would think it's, um, <laughs> it's a spirit walking because he was so tiny. So any anyway, he was he went to the streets. And there was a car coming because he didn't know this little child just walking in the street aimlessly. And the, the, um, the car almost, you know, running over. But the angel of the Lord carried him 
from that one end of the street and over the car to the other side. And it literally carried him to the other side. And they did not know how it happened, that how he escaped that uh, uh, being crushed by the car. So that is how much uh, God cares for his children and that's how much he delivers them. So the, she, she always, she was always telling us that story of great deliverance that my brother uh, got when he was a tiny baby. So that's what I will share with you. I will mute my mic. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. I posted the scripture you were looking for, Matthew 18 and 10, uh, the angels of their father. I mean, the angels of these ones always beholding the face of the father and so on. So powerful testimony, a young child, less than one year old, roaming in the middle of the street, just not knowing where he was, what he was doing. A car coming into, that could have run the child over. Miraculously, the child appears on the other side of the street and without being hurt. That had to be the angel of the Lord. Occasionally, God will do great things like that. And we've seen it recorded. It's not every, it's not everybody that will, you know, that will escape an accident. But once here and there, a little here, a little there, we hear of these testimonies, and it rejoices our hearts. So thank you for sharing. Welcome everyone again. Welcome Sister Lola. Welcome Sister Julia. Welcome Sister Christie. And uh, welcome Apostle. God's word. And we welcome all of you. We are discussing miraculous angelic deliverance and protection. And we've seen in the Bible and in contemporary times as well. And we are, you know, we are listening for testimonies. We read a couple of stories here already. How a young 14-year-old girl in Arizona, which was in the news many years ago, was trying to film film uh some of these you know and some of these scenic routes that you see like when you're going from those of you who are in arizona know all those scenic routes driving from phoenix to sedona or some of these other places and she got too close to the edge of the cliff and slipped and fell and uh, while the uh, rest of the people who are looking at her were screaming and shouting you know it you know suddenly she appeared back on the top of the cliff or the road and it was like wow and then they you know she when she gave a testimony she felt a presence that had just suddenly carried her but we found out that her mother at that very time when she got back home the mother was not there with them you know she had this premonition or a sensing that her daughter was going to die and she began to pray and and ask god for help, I'm using Psalm 91, pray over the daughter. And the Lord answered that prayer. You know, mothers, you know, especially, God will give them this intuition sometimes. And when we have that intuition about anything, well, let's quicken our pace and yield in prayer. Because you don't know why the Lord is putting that burden on your heart. So we're talking about angelic deliverances. Let's hear your story or your share either from the Bible or contemporary events. God bless you. Welcome. Anyone on stage wants to share, just go ahead and blink your 
mic and then you can go and if you are in the audience and you want to share as well please come to the stage we're just uh, sharing this to encourage ourselves today good morning Pastor. good morning <clears throat> um to share i guess one another story that um came to my mind was um in second kings chapter six with uh elisha you know and the servant um i think that's such a powerful story to always remember <clears throat> when the um, Syrian army came and surrounded them and you know the servant was scared and he says in verse 16 Elisha do not fear for those who are with us are more than those who are with them Elisha prayed um, and said Lord I pray open his eyes that he may see the Lord opened his eyes of the young man and he saw and behold the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire around Elisha. So that was just uh, another scripture I wanted to share. Um, but I do have, uh, I guess, a, a quick testimony. Um, I've never, you know, seen like angel, but I, I truly believe, <laughs> at least in this story, that it was an angel that saved me. I remember I was in college and I used to live um, where my university was, was not the best area. And I lived off campus. I had my own apartment. And there was this woman who moved into the building. Um, and she was very, there was something off about the woman, I can tell. And she just was very suspicious. It looks like she was, I think she was into drugs or some kind of dealing or whatever. So anyway, I remember coming back and I would talk to some of my neighbors and some of my neighbors were, you know, they looked like they were drugs anyway. <laughs> Um, so I would just, you know, chat with them, just friendly. And, you know, somebody would, a couple of them would say, somebody keeps knocking on your door. I'm like, knocking on my door. I said, I don't know anybody here. I said, I just, this is just my apartment. I said, nobody comes unless they call me, which was just my friends, but nobody's coming to my apartment. I usually go to campus or go somewhere else. So I was like, okay, I didn't think much about it. I said, well, anyway, so anyway, there was one day I woke up and I don't know, there was something different. I woke up earlier than usual. But I woke up and I was getting dressed for my, my, my class and somebody came to my door and was banging, 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 banging. And I was like, I don't know why somebody's banging. Whoever it is, they'll leave because I'm not expecting anybody. He was just banging, banging, banging. And next thing you know, I thought he would leave. It went silent for like a couple seconds. Next thing you know, the person kicked my door down. Mind you, I had all the door locked. And I saw this huge, huge man <laughs> in all black. And the only thing I thought about, I was like, he looks like maybe somebody's like, you know, the muscle, they call him muscle of like drug dealers, basically the people who go and kill or beat up people who owe money. And I was all the way at the end of the my apartment. It was a one bedroom apartment. And he looked straight at me and I looked straight at him and I was, I was frozen. And I saw his face completely change. Like he saw something else. And the man just walked away and ran out of the building. And I started to pray at that moment because I truly believe that it was an angel that he saw, he saw something else. I know he didn't see me because I was just like, because you know, I forgot what, but there was a reason why I knew that the person was looking for, he didn't know who he was looking for, just that that person lived in my apartment. And so I knew that whoever lives in my apartment is just whoever he's looking for. So anyway, I just know 
that after that the person never came back but it was the look on his face that changed completely and i just knew at least i felt that was just confirmation to this day i still believe that there was an angel that saved me from whatever because sometimes they you know get the wrong people they beat up the wrong people they find the wrong people and so that's just my own you know testimony i i truly believe and i have so many different times where i, I know that god has just saved me from situations and i i didn't even pray about it it just god did it so i, I just wanted to share that amen thank you so much sister lola for sharing that that is definitely a deliverance from the lord we've heard stories like that you know we've heard stories of uh arm robbers and so forth you know trying to rob or kill somebody and they seen what looked like you know very serious very uh heavy bodyguards around the person and then they they left and it turned out that it was it wasn't really anything physical it was the spiritual forces perhaps angels that god had sent to protect that person and there were saints praying for them at that very hour you know so all kinds of strange things that god can do to protect his children let's let's keep the stories coming we want to hear of angelic deliverance and protection things that you know either from the scriptures or in person praise the lord hallelujah yes from the scriptures hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 i read are they not all ministry spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation we are the heirs of salvation we are the beneficiaries of what christ did on the cross of calvary and he sent for his minister he sent forth angels to deliver us, to minister to us. In fact, this one should reassure us of God's presence and God's deliverance. This is how God does it. When God protests, he has messengers, he has angels. This, he sends them on errand to minister to children of God, like we have heard already, you know, to deliver them. I've also heard about people who were very sick, very sick, have some kind of terminal disease and then an angel will appear do a spiritual operation on them and then the following morning they are healed and healthy you know there are so many ways that are uncountable that god really delivers he cares for us like uh, Stephen said earlier all we just need to do just love the lord obey him and have sweet fellowship with him. Leave the rest to God. He fights for you. People talk so much about enemies, enemies, enemies. My enemy, fire, come down, destroy my enemy. You don't have to do that. Vengeance belongs to the Lord. He knows how to deliver the righteous out of trouble. And there is also a story in Second Kings chapter 19 of how an angel, the angel of the Lord, went just the angel of the Lord. Well, in some places in the Bible, the angel of the Lord means God himself in form of an angel. So there was, there was a, there's a story there in Second Kings chapter 19. I just read part of it, verse 34. 
God said, I will defend this city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. And it came to pass that night that the angel of the Lord went out and smote in the camp of the Assyrians and hundred fourscore and five thousand. And when they arose early in the morning, behold, they were all dead corses. That's the enemy. The enemies were dead. So God can do that one to deliver his own people. 185,000 killed overnight. Not by uh, many angels. The angel of the Lord. So God himself, he protests. He can appear as an angel. He can send forth an angel to do anything just for the benefit of his own children. It is awesome. I know if we want to give testimony, we can continue to give and give and give from the scriptures and from contemporary times. How God delivered people from accident, fatal, what would have been fatal accidents, and people would just get out of the cars and they wonder. Who was in this car that crashed and so squeezed? But God will protect his own. So it's real. Deliverance is free. God protects us. And it's awesome to know that God so loves us and he cares for us. Even while we are asleep, when we can't help ourselves. Who, who, who protects us? God. Left to the devil would have crushed us, killed us, even while we are sleeping and all that. But the angel of the Lord can't run about us all the time. I eat my mind. God bless you all. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor John, for sharing those scriptures. Very encouraging to know and to see some of those testimonies. One angel destroying 185,000 in just overnight. I mean, and all the other great things that we've read that the angel of the Lord can do when it the Lord so desires and he sends them out to protect his children. We've seen other contemporary, there are other some subtle things that the angel of the Lord might do for us that we may not be aware of, you know. Uh, I know many people have experienced this from time to time, you know, things around the house that you are looking for. It could be your car keys when you are rushing out and you can't find your keys. You know, and uh, you just looked everywhere, frustrated, you can't feel, find the thing. And then, you know, you you even, maybe you miss an appointment, maybe something you think, you know, you lost something. But the next thing you know, all of a sudden, you just find those keys in plain sight. And you've looked everywhere. We've seen where angel of the Lord struck people with blindness. They looked everywhere, weary themselves, they couldn't find the door. So we know that can happen. And maybe it was God that was just protecting you from an accident. I have heard stories like that. It has happened to me myself. And it happened to a lot of people. I don't know necessarily what God delivered me from. But I've had situations where I'm looking for my car keys everywhere. I can't find the thing. And then all of a sudden you see it right there. And it's like, <laughs> I looked everywhere. I, you know, I did this thing just get here. You know, so we're talking about angelic protection and deliverance today. Let's hear your stories from scriptures or contemporary stories that you know of. Uh, 
Welcome to the platform, Sister Grace. Did you come up to share? Go ahead, please. Yes. Good morning, everybody. Thank you, bro. Yeah, uh, my testimony is all of us a testimony. It's about the promises of God that, you know, we are witnessing. Um, I remember a while back, there was a situation that uh, I encountered and it was really overwhelming for me. And uh, like Anna in the Bible that went to the temple and prayed and said, you know, God, help him, help her, you know, to, to, to have a baby. She was, she was in, uh, uh, what, how does the Bible put it? You know, her heart was really burdened by the situation. That was exactly the situation I was in. So I came and I knelt down and I poured my heart before the Lord. And before I could finish that prayer, I had the Lord telling me, you know, I have assigned in Jamaica to watch over you. Not even a strand of your hair will fall on the ground without accountability. So that kind of lifted my spirit, you know, from zero to almost like 100. And like I said before, this is the promise of God for all his children. As that word utterance from the Most High encouraged me that day, I pray it encouraged all of us. And I've seen this angel, you know, several times in my dreams for rescuing. I do have a particular uh, uh, situation as well, physically that happened that I would like to share. You know, I went to, I believe that place was called Apache Junction. I've never been there. It's in Arizona, Phoenix. And it was, you know, I had to go there to meet with a client. So it took them a while to, to show up. By the time we were done, it was almost like 8 p.m. So I had to turn on my GPS. So the GPS told me to go this way. To go. I was just following the GPS. And then I got to this junction, which I'm supposed to make a left. The, the GPS said, make a left. There was no car coming on the right or on the left. So I turned to the left. I didn't know I was turning to a wrong way. So it took about a minute or less, and I started seeing all this headlight coming towards me. The only thing I could do was to just pray. It could pray and say, God, help me. And at that instant, the car, the lane that I was in, the driver there was just flashing. So in my mind, I'm like, at least this person has seen me. I'm not going to turn. I'm not going to move to the right or to the left. I'm just going to stay with this car. And that's what I did. And that car stood there with me too. So then a thought came to me that the moment all the cars, you know, on the other side of him passed to just quickly make a U-turn. And I did just that. And the moment I did that, this car that was, you know, facing me just moved on. And then immediately too, I saw another car that just crossed the lane what I was supposed to do, that car literally came and showed me what to do and just cross, stay in the middle 
and then turn to where I was supposed to have turned to. So I gave this testimony before, and I just, I mean, every day I remember it. I'm like, God is good. I'm not proud of the mistake I made, but I'm so grateful and thankful for God's deliverance, for the presence of his angel that are present at the right time to deliver, to save, to rescue his children. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That is an amazing testimony. Thank you, Sister Grace. That testimony reminds me, one day many years ago, when I was still living in Nigeria, I was traveling with a brother. We were going from Lagos, you know, to, uh, you know, somewhere in the Midwest for a camp meeting. And we were going, it was supposed to be a seven-day fast prayer kind of camp that we were going to. And we were going and I was driving and we got to this road, it was a dusty, sandy road. It wasn't a tired road. There was a lot of dust, a lot of dust I couldn't see ahead of me. There was just a lot of dust. I didn't know what was going on. And then I was like, why is there so much dust? Unknown to us, there was this huge truck that was coming, you know, and, uh, you know, just the, the way it was staring up the dust, the dust was actually being blown in the opposite direction, blown away instead of blown behind it. And we were driving and he was driving. He didn't see us. We didn't see him. And we were almost, I mean, I don't even know. By the time, you know, the visibility was good enough to see just a few feet that truck was right there and we were right there face to face with the truck and uh, I, I don't know what happened uh, you know but i know it was just the angel of love because there were just a few feet left and you know for two cars that are moving at some speed no matter how the speed was and there was just a few feet left before between us and how the lord just the next thing I know, we were just somewhere, you know, on the other side of the truck yeah, or something. And you just escaped that thing. I, I mean, I was so shaking that I did not know what happened in the moment. And all of these things took like a few seconds, you know, but it seemed like a very long time. But it was just a few seconds. It all happened. And then when the dust settled and uh, <laughs> the other brother said, yeah, closed his eyes expecting a smash you know because he was the, the thing was just right in front of us but somehow the lord just delivered us from it and i believe that had to be the angel of the lord because there's no if we had had a collision with a it was one of these big trucks there was no way and i was driving a little small car there was there was just no way on a headlong collision like that so thank you, Sister Grace. Your, your testimony reminded me of that. We are sharing on God's <clears throat> protection through angelic deliverance and protection. We are listening to testimonies. Pastor John has given us some from the scriptures. We're also listening to contemporary testimonies. Let's hear your share. I think it's encouraging us as we listen along. Welcome, Sister Bosse. God bless you. Sister Christie, welcome. God bless you, Sister Heather. Welcome to the stage, Sister Lola, Sister Julia, others who are in the room. 
uh, Apostle, and Sister Pearl, and Sister Camille, and Sister Grace O, Sister Michelle, and God's Heritage. Welcome, every one of you. All right, who's next? Who has to share? Please, just a moment again. You reminded me of what happened. You see, we were driving to church this way back in Nigeria too, my wife and myself. It was a trying time for, for me in the ministry. And we're going to church. Suddenly in the, in the roundabout, I just found I was directly in front of a trailer. A trailer was heading towards where I was going. I was almost crashing with the trailer. I didn't know exactly what happened. My wife said, move now, move my... Why not move? I couldn't really move. And if the trailer wanted to crush me, would have done so exactly. And we often hear that trailer, it don't wait for anybody. It don't wait for cars, you know. They, they, they feel justifiable to crush smaller cars in such situation. But somehow, I got, got confused, couldn't move. My wife, move, 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 move. It was later on. I said, ah, what am I really doing? I now moved. But before then, if God had not protected me, us would have just been crushed instantly. So we had to just go to a nearby gas station and we're not saying, ah, see what happened, see what happened, or see what would have happened. I believe it was God because trailers, they don't, they don't, they don't, uh, they like to bully on smaller cars especially in junctions like that. But this time around, I believe the angel of the Lord delivered us. Praise God. I just remember this. Thank you. Hallelujah. Powerful testimony. We give the Lord the applause for all these deliverances. Thank you, Pastor John, for sharing. Anyone else? Sister Christy, go ahead, please. Praise the Lord. So thankful that we're talking about this topic because sometimes we tend to forget what the Lord has done for us. Can you can you speak up a bit? They're not coming out clear when there's also some music. Um, can you speak oh. up a bit? Sorry, um, in a public place. Okay. I have control over the music. Do I turn up or? Go on. What do you suggest? No, go, go ahead, go ahead. Just put the phone as close as you can to your mouth and speak as best as you can. We'll, we'll, we'll hear you. Okay, sorry about the music. I don't have any control over it. I'm in a public place, but I just needed to give this testimony. So, um, it just this uh administration this morning reminded me of something I had forgotten a long time ago and I'm thankful that it's, it's brought it up. Several years ago um, my dad died and when he died someone called my mom. My aunt called my mom early in the morning around 4 a.m. because he died in a crash to inform her. You know you just wake somebody up in the morning and you say I'm calling to let you know your husband just died. He was involved in a crash. So once my mom had that, she let out a scream and I fell. And that was it. 
had to rush her to the hospital. They said she had a heart attack. And she was in the hospital, being prepped for surgery. So it was quite a lot, but I had to mobilize to the area the incident happened. And then my mom was in the hospital for about two months. She wasn't there for my dad's funeral and all that. And after the funeral, I came back to the hospital. The doctor told me my mom had just 50% chance of survival if they get to go through with the surgery. And that was to deposit quite a lot of money for the surgery. So I went back home. I didn't know what to do. So I was, from being tired, confused, I became angry. I went to God, and I did exactly what David did in the Bible. I lay before the Lord, just as he made me. For three days, no food, no drink. I laid in ashes. I cried to the Lord. I told him I wasn't ready to lose two parents space of two months, but I needed him. I'm the only child of my parents. My dad is gone. My mom is in the hospital, scheduled for surgery. Quick, the doctor has assured me he cannot vouch to her survival. Lord, do something. And after three days of waiting on the Lord, I heard this voice that says, Get up, go bring your mom home. It was so audible as though the person was sitting by me while I was on the floor there. I put, I put back my clothes on and went to the hospital, told the doctor, asked him to discharge my mom. I was taking her home. He said I was insane, that if I took that woman away from that clinic, she would never have a single chance of survival. I told him I needed to do that. And then my mom couldn't even sit up on the bed. We had to wheel her home. She couldn't speak. She couldn't turn. I, I had to turn her to another side or move her around the bed. She was bedridden. But when I got home, the Lord said, put your hands on her and call her. Yeah. And my mom, and I begin to call upon the name of the Lord. And the Lord did what only him could do while I was doing that. I never knew my mom fell into a trance. And I was saying, Lord, you told me you would do this surgery yourself. Please do it. To call the long story short, because it was quite dramatic. But I was seeing the Lord in my heart of, the inner part of my heart. I was seeing the Lord. I saw Jesus. I saw him came down to my mom's bedside. He came with two angels. They were so huge. They were all in sparkling white. And then I was standing by the foot side of my mom's bed. And then Jesus stood there. And the two angels, one on his left, the other on his right. And he motioned to the one on his left. That one gave him a tray. He had a surgical blade in his hand. He cut through my mom's chest. And he brought out this 
old, black, stinking, rotten heart. He brought it out. It was so black. It was so ugly. And then he placed it in that tray. That angel took it away. And then he motioned. He never spoke a word. He was just motioning. He motioned to the one on his right. And he gave him a gold box. And he opened it in that gold box. was this beautiful, healthy, pumping heart. He brought it out. After wiping clean, he put it back in my mom's heart, her chest, and then he stitched back up. And after stitching, he wiped it clean. And I was there viewing everything. And then he looked up at me and smiled. So when he did that, I asked him, what are you going to do with the old heart? He asked me, what do you want to be done with it? I said, burn it. And then he motioned the other angel, and they set it ablaze. And then he turned back again, smiled at me, and walked away. And I opened my eyes. I realized I was right on the floor there by my mom's bedside. And once I opened my mom, I saw my eyes. I saw my mom smiling at me. My mom hadn't opened her eyes for the past two days. I brought her home. She was smiling at me. And then she started screaming, I'm healed, I'm healed. She got up the bed and sat down and said she wanted to eat. Can I get some food? I'm healed. This is a woman who has been bedridden for about two months and two weeks. And then she was like, did you see that? Did you see that? I'm like, what did you see? She said, the Lord Jesus, he came here. Did you see him? It dawned on me that the same vision I was seeing, my mom was seeing it. And I'm like, what did you see? She started narrating the whole story as I saw it. She said, you were standing by my, the foot of my bed. She narrated the same thing. I was screaming. We were screaming like the whole house was on fire. Brethren, it's quite a lot. This story can go on and on. But I just want to stop here because... After that incident, my mom got up. I told her, we are going back to the hospital. The doctor need to check you again. We went to the hospital. The doctor checked my mom and said there was no element, no atom to show that she once had a heart attack. That her heart is as brand new as the heart of a baby. That doctor gave his heart to Jesus. The nurses around gave their heart to Jesus. And that testimony brought many souls to the saving knowledge of Christ. And since then till today, my mom has never had any issue with her heart. So thank you for reminding me of this testimony. I appreciate that. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Lande Saborian. Thank you, Jesus. Powerful stuff. Powerful. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody in this room should be encouraged. Yes. Anyone listening to this should be encouraged. The word of God is sharper than any treasure sword. He has his own surgical instruments. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Powerful testimony. Thank you so much. That day brought tears to my eyes. Thank you for sharing that. That is powerful. 
the love of Jesus. And even in that vision, which you were seeing with your eyes closed, but your mom was also seeing it, you know. And uh, he just at the end, even asking you, okay, what do you want me to do with that? And the Lord, you know, the Lord has a sense of humor like that. He wants you to engage, you know, engage you, you know. Come, let us reason together. Let us plead together. Talk to me, he wants. Okay, what do you want me to do now? Say, burn it. Say, okay, be, be, you know, back on to the other angel. Burn it. Wow. That shows power of the Lord, you know, and the power that we have once we find favor with him as well. And through his mercies, the tender mercies of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us. That was the day spring from on high that visited your mom right there, giving her a brand new heart. The best part of the story, <laughs> doctor, the surgeon gave their life to Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. God bless you, Sister Christy, for sharing that. I am so blessed. I mean, that's it for today. I am going to drop. I am late for a meeting at work already. You guys go ahead. And uh, but I'm dropping right here. Woo! Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Sister Christy, wow, what a testimony. That's, you know, uh, was this in Nigeria? Sister Christy, did this happen in Nigeria? She's not there anymore? Because this testimony yes, in Nigeria, in Nigeria. right? Yeah. Yes. You know, this testimony has been going around. I'm so privileged to actually see the person that's the first-hand testimony from the person that it happened to their mother. Because this testimony, I heard it, I think it was my sister who was in Nigeria, maybe at that time, she told me this testimony of, a, of how God um, did supernatural surgery on a person that has had problem and that the person got healed. But to, to come and see that you are the actual, your mother is the person, because I've, this testimony has been going around. And people, are, you know, God is taking the glory. So I'm so blessed to be, I'm privileged to hear this uh, again, that it's actually happened to your own mother. So God bless you for sharing and for coming to share with us today. God bless you, sister. Amen. All right, sister, I told you, you want to say something? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you hearing Hallelujah. Me? Hallelujah. I'm hearing you, my dear. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord of the mountain is the same Lord on the valley. Amen. Jesus Christ the same yesterday and forevermore. To God be the glory for fulfilling his promises. We've been away from our fellowship for a crusade in Delta State, Okpanam precisely. And we could see God moving. There was physical storm, windy one. But the Lord that stole the storm was with us. Praise the Lord. 
there were floods everywhere. The Lord took away the flood. The vehicles were attacked as if we will not get to Okpanam. We had to move right in the night. The angels of heaven moved with us. Praise the Lord. The, the Hallelujah. The, the, you know, to work in Nigeria within that period, with the fear of politics and everything, the angels of the Lord kept us true. Walking through various police checkpoints, it, with singing, praises, hallelujah, they were passing us ahead, nothing to stop us in the night. The word of God came with power. Men were delivered. I can testify of it. The promises of God are so real and true. Jesus went with us all through the journey. We came back about this time yesterday, but we started the journey as early as 3 a.m. Nigerian time. And the Lord kept us all through. I was able to go and we came back. And our testimony is we have seen the victory of Jesus. They even said, uh, Masquerades even came out at one of the points. But at the name of Jesus, every knee bow. We can see the Lord is doing good to us. The Lord is confirming his word with signs following. An old man testified. We understand he has not moved out of his room for weeks and months. But he came out to listen to the word of God. And he was prayed for. And he said he's now happy to be with his God. You can imagine what it is. He said the, the, the choruses on the crusade ground were like in the 80s. So God is still moving. God is not dead. He was yesterday. He went with us. I could hear my pastor Yato saying one of the journeys to the, to the east or to the delta. That same God is still working for us. We keep standing on the promises of the Lord and we encourage all and one. The word of God is true. The promises are certain. The, the enemy cannot do anything to any of us. We have a standing promise on our head. And to him alone be glory, honor, and adoration. Just praise the Lord with us. He I did agree. wonderfully. We, the Lord did wonderfully. Even the younger ones that went with us, they were almost saying maybe we should turn back. But no, we went. We did what the Lord asked us to do, and we came back safely. To God alone be all the glory, fulfilling those beautiful promises mm -hmm. over all that he has sent us to do, confirming his word. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Sister Bosse. God bless you for that beautiful Amen. testimony Amen. of the powerful deliverance of the Lord. You know, just you guys, you will never stop. We say, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Ah, we are just blessed this morning for all these testimonies. God bless you, ma. God bless you. Pastor John, you want to say something? 
Do you want to say something, Pastor John? Okay. As I just said that testimony of Sister Chrissy is too remarkable. You know, I hope she has published in the social media. This should be published worldwide because it's so rich and so fulfilling. It's just like Lazarus, whom God allowed to die. And the reason was that the name of the Lord be glorified. It was it's so, it's so wonderful. So I don't know whether she has done that, but we need to really give praise to God. As many poor as we hear this testimony, not just in this room. This is something wonderful. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you all. Thank you so much, sir. God bless you. And we really thank God for this testimony. This is the testimony of the Lord that he will never leave us or forsake us. And it's the same today, yesterday, and every day and tomorrow. It will never change. His protection is there. It's us that change. He doesn't change. So we thank God that he's bringing us back and turning our attention that I am still here. I'm still working. I will, I will never stop. All you have to do is keep trusting, keep believing in my promises, you know, just like we went to the last room on promises, the promises of God, they are yea and they are amen. And he has given his angels charge, has given them charge and say, take care of my children, that they should not even dash their foot against the stone. Amen. And I will testify also that, you know, in every time people say, oh, we go to Nigeria, this, this, this happened, that happened, this happened, the Lord God Almighty as always, we have gone to Nigeria several times, several, several times. And each time we'll pray and say, Lord, we don't even want to be stopped by police officer. We don't, because we, we don't want to engage with them uh, asking for bribe or whatever. And you know what? They will stop people in front of us. They will stop people behind us and they will pass us. As soon as they see us, they say, go. You know, and the Lord has always blinded the eyes they don't even, they just tell us, go, we just go, you know? And sometimes we're in the car with, with, with luggages. We're coming from Nigeria, America. We have all these luggages in the car. And you know what will happen if all these people can just stop you and start uh, harassing you? But no, the Lord has, the only time we had problem the last time we went, that our car broke down, the Lord was there. He just calmed us down. He said, don't be afraid. I have... Taking, I will take care of this. And lo and behold, you know, our brethren came uh, to, to help us. And as soon as we got home, I've never seen anything like that. As soon as we got home, and not only got home, we took our last baggage, our lost bag, into the house. There was a heavy downpour of rain that only the law can hold that rain for us to say, okay, let them take the last luggage out of the car. Because we, our, we couldn't get through from the front door, the car, the car, I mean, the key, you know, due, due to the fact that we've been out for so long, we couldn't open the door from the outside. So we had to go through the back door, into the, in, through the kitchen, into the house. So, but the Lord, we, we, we were going the distance from the front to the back and getting each suitcase and each bag. We took the last bag and then this heavy downpour came. It was like, my goodness, what if 
the rain has started when we were on the way. And then we got home and we can open the door and all those things. But the angel of the Lord, you know, that encamps around his people, you know, washed over us to make sure that we got there. There was no issue. You know, we were not. One thing is, don't be afraid. Just know that the Lord is with you. Don't be afraid. So we were not afraid. We know the Lord was with us. Our brethren came when the car broke down. And uh, one of uh, the sons of one of our brethren came. Uh, called the uh, mechanic to come and lo and behold the mechanic right there in the on the street had what it was needed farm belt or whatever they call it replaced it and then we were able to drive back home and this is how you know the lord has always been helping us everywhere we went we, we were met with kindness with you know brethren being kind to us and so on and uh, even non-brethren you know, people come and help us. And that's just what, I mean, I've, my memory of Nigeria, going to Nigeria is goodness, kindness, mercy, and that's all. That's why the Bible says, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Amen. And I will give you rest. So I thank you for everyone. Does anybody else have any last word to say? Uh, so that we can, uh, let me see, amen, amen, yes, 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 so glory be to God for his protection hand upon, I'm reading the back, all of us, I have to run, thank you, Sister Lola, she has to run, thank you, Sister Grace, for your testimony of deliverance, we thank God, glory be to his name, we know this is to his name, not to us, I have to leave, Sister Heather had to leave, I need to attend another room. Thank you. I will listen to the replay. Thank you to so Pastor John. And he said, Hope Sister Grace and Sister Christie has shared this testimony widely to the glory of God. This can be shared on social media. Thank you. And, and I know Pastor uh, Julius, we also put this on the social media so people can listen and hear what God is doing in our days. Uh, it's the same today, yesterday, and forever. Amen. So with that being said, we are about to close the room. If anybody does not have anything else to say, we're going to close the room. I hope everyone is blessed by these testimonies of the deliverances, of the angelic deliverances of the Lord. It is only him that takes the glory. It is not unto us, not unto us, O Lord, but unto you. Be all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Let us pray as we close the room. Our Father and our God, we just thank you. We bless you, Lord, for these testimonies of angelic deliverances because you have given your angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways that we dash not our foot against any stone. Lord, you have demonstrated that you are a faithful God that is able to perform and to, feel, to fulfill all your promises that you have promised unto your children. Thank you, say, as long as they fear you, as long as they worship you, Lord, you are out there to stand for them. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing and yet to do. We pray that you continue, O oh Lord, in your loving kindness towards us and towards our children, towards our relatives, towards everyone that fear the Lord, we ask that to put the fear of the Lord in the hearts of our children, that they may fear you, O Lord. Father, we thank you 
for this room. We thank you for this admonitions. Lord, we thank you for the reading of, of, of uh, scroll 252 about the testimonies of deliverance that we saw the little, the girl that was delivered from, from death. We saw, we heard of deliverances. Lord, we know it is you alone that take the glory. As we depart, we will not, we do not depart from your presence. We ask that your presence will go with us to today on our jobs in whatever we do. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, we pray. We thank God for all those in Nigeria. Bless them, O oh Lord, and let your face continually shine upon them. Thank you, Sister uh, Bosse and Sister Christy. Well, I don't know where you are, whether you're in Nigeria. Uh, God bless you. I know Sister Bosse is in Nigeria. God bless you all. As we depart, we are going to be closing the room. God bless you. Uh, thank you for my husband, Pastor Yato, is back to work. Sister Grace, Sister Amelia, Sister Paul, Sister Michelle, and God's Heritage, and J.U., J.J., who's J.J.? Uh, J.U.M.I., God bless you for being here, and God uh, be with you. Also, thank you, Sister Chioma, for being with us. Uh, we are going to be closing the room, and I'll, on the count of five backwards, let's say, five, four, three, two, one, and the room is closing. Thank you all for being here. We love you all. We'll see you next week by God's grace. Amen. The Lord is good and his mercies endures forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We love you all. Amen. All right. So uh, why will I, I'm just going to so I can restore the room. I don't know. I think I lost it.